Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. All right, and we are back in the lobby bar for the week of January the 9th, 2023. Brian and Michaela here with you. And Michaela, it is uh, still January, uh, a.k.a. dry January. But luckily, uh, we had a treat uh, this past week on our way to see Avatar. Uh, we were introduced to a new little riff on one of the most classic of mocktails. Uh, and I think you are just the person to whip one up for us. I am. Uh, so this this is a riff on a Shirley Temple I think I called it the Judy Garland. Is that what I called it? I think I think so, yeah. I think that's what I called it. Um, it's a classic. It's a riff on a classic. Uh, so uh, it is just two ingredients, but there's ways to spruce it up and make it really adultish. Um, it is Sprite and some uh, pure pomegranate juice. Now, what you can do if uh, you want is you can go to the store and you can buy pomegranate juice and that's fine. You can express the juice yourselves. That sounds like a lot of work. We did not do <laughs> yeah. that. Um, nope. But we did make an amazing pomegranate syrup last week. We did. We, yeah, had absolutely. Mostly you, <laughs> we, we did. Yeah, we made that uh, holiday spiced uh, grenadine uh, using some uh, just store-bought uh, pomegranate uh, juice and jazzing that up with some holiday spices. So, uh, yeah, like we mentioned, that would be a really good combination with Sprite. But, yeah, we were at, out at a restaurant on our way to see Avatar 2. And, uh, you know, you and I had gotten some cocktails and uh, your kiddo was with us and needed a mocktail for him. And they didn't have the stuff to make a Shirley Temple, but they did have this pomegranate juice. So we're like, uh, let's let's do one of those up. Um, yeah. And it's, it seemed like it did the trick. It was really pretty. It was this very, very kind of blush pink kind of striation through there with the with the Sprite and things. And then you could also jazz this up and make it a little fancier, uh, you know, if you didn't want to just go, you know, too basic with it. Oh, for sure. I mean, I was a little surprised because I thought this is going to look just like a Shirley Temple and it totally didn't. It was... Um, it was, it had like this layer going on and um, you can add pomegranate seeds. Um, it would be really nice with the mint leaves. If you wanted to mull the mint down in the bottom of the glass before you poured everything in, that would add a nice uh, kind of freshness to it if you wanted to. Um, yeah, it, this was a really nice surprise. My son loved it and he felt very adult because of Shirley Temple um, you know, is great. Uh, but a lot of people feel that that's a kid's drink and, you know, dry January, we're celebrating all adult beverages just because it's a, a mocktail doesn't mean it, it doesn't have to be adult. So. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, mix one of those up and, uh, jazz it up a little bit and yeah, you're going to get a very fancy, uh, looking little mocktail for sure. Um, and as I mentioned, Michaela, we, uh, we were introduced to this mocktail on our way to see Avatar 2, uh, which is what everyone else in the world was on their way to do this week as well. Uh, box office results for the weekend, Avatar led the way again with another $45 million, uh, followed by a very respectable showing for Megan, uh, that creepy little girl doll, uh, came in just over $30 million. Ginormous eyeballs. Oh my yeah. gosh. Ginormous eyeballs. That's right. Uh, Puss in Boots uh, came in a third place with 13 million. A uh, man called Otto, which hasn't even had its uh, full wide release yet, uh, in fourth place. And then Black Panthers sticking around in uh, fifth place there. But another $45 million uh, for James Cameron's Avatar. Uh, no surprise to anyone. No surprise to me, I guess, really. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hanging in there. I uh, have to say that the there's like a, I guess it's only 30, 40 minutes long, but I think HBO Go or HBO Max, rather, has the making of Avatar The Way of Water. Oh. And my son has been 
glued to it. He just loves it. Like it goes through a lot of the special effects and it goes through um, like character kind of deep dives um, with the actors and kind of the process because this this was a five-year, six-year undertaking of a movie to make. Um, So yeah, really cool. So it doesn't surprise me that it's done so well. Um, I do keep hearing the same stuff though, that it's visually amazing, that the story could be better, but that, you know, from a visualization standpoint, it can't be beat, so... Yeah, I think uh, that's uh, a lot of naysaying because uh, I really like the story and we talk uh, a lot more about Avatar 2 over on our Patreon. If you want to hear kind of some more thoughts of that, it's patreon.com slash drink the movies for some uh, bonus content over there if you want to check that out. Um, and like I said, it shows no signs of slowing down. Avatar The Way of Water is up to seventh uh, all time now in the worldwide box office standings at $1.7 billion. So uh, those numbers are going to keep climbing up and up and up as we uh, wait for the next big release, which isn't going to be uh, you know, for a little while until the next Marvel film comes out. But what do we have coming out this week, Michaela? A Man Called Otto, I just mentioned, uh, had a pretty good showing. It's getting its full wide release this year. That's the Tom Hanks uh, movie. It is based on uh, the book of a man called Ove, I think is what the, the book is titled. Um, so we've got that going on. And then we have two uh, more action-y, uh, kind of one kind of mystery spirit sciencey spooky thriller kind of thing in the devil conspiracy and more action-oriented uh movie in plane michaela what do you know about uh the devil conspiracy or plane anything um so the devil conspiracy there is um well it's a czech fantasy horror film uh if anybody doesn't know um what that means join join in because uh it's <laughs> it's got this really kind of dark gritty look to it um, so I've seen the trailer for it. Um, and I didn't know it came out this week. I, I thought it was a couple more weeks out, but I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like Joe Doyle. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm going to make it into the theaters to see it because we're entering, uh, Oscar season. So this is probably not going to get watched for like four or five months for me, uh, just so everybody knows. But yeah. I like a good, I like a good horror film, and it's we'll kind of it's got a fantasy. The Devil Conspiracy could win an Oscar. You don't know. Oh, it you could. It, it could totally do it. Okay. Uh, the the storyline looks absurdly intriguing. So it does. You know what? It, it reminds me of like movies like in the early two thousands when there were just a bunch of like weird action adventure, uh, sci fi kind of kind of weird things uh, going mm-hmm. on as everyone was getting their DVD players and their Blu ray players, and you just had a a whole like surplus of this kind of movie. But yeah, it looks actually kind of fun. I mean, it's probably going to you know not be not be anything too great, but it looks like it might be a good time. So I have to check that one out maybe it mixes jesus and dna i mean come on who who doesn't who doesn't love that that's right and uh this next uh film uh it mixes gerard butler and mike coulter uh it is called plane uh it is about a pilot who is uh has to has to crash land his uh, uh commercial plane and there's a I don't know, some sort of a prisoner on board, and then they have to, you know, fight their way out of this jungle kind of thing. Uh, also harkens back to these action-adventure uh, movies of our youth, possibly, so uh, that could be something else that's uh, pretty fun. Uh, not going to be anything spectacular, I don't think, but could be a good time. Yeah, it's got Tony Goldwyn from Ghost. I mean, yeah, it could be it could be fine. It's kind of like Con Air it has lost. a guy from ghost yeah what what more can you what more can you say <laughs> i don't know i, just, a, I love tony goldman i was thinking about him this weekend and i don't really know why um but he came to mind uh talking about um something so 
Yeah. Anyway, nope. I'm excited nope. to see this again. This is this is definitely not going to be uh, watched by me this week. It's going to be something from. Yeah, keep the, keep these in mind for after our Oscar watch. We'll need something to decompress. So these might be good good picks. So let us know if you're going to make it out to see either of those, and let us know if you're going to be watching the Golden Globes because Michaela, the Golden Globes are tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit, um, you know, kind of a uh, more of a full recap. We might do a little uh, red carpet kind of hangout um, over on Patreon. I'm not 100 sure what we've got planned for that, but we wanted to just kind of touch on uh, the uh, the nominees here for best motion picture in the drama and best motion picture and musical comedy category we could each make kind of a quick pick uh, we don't have to get too in in depth with that you know we're uh, oscar people but we're definitely interested to see how golden globes does and it's a uh, triumphant uh, question mark return uh but we'll see uh best motion picture drama michaela here are your nominees you've got avatar the way of water elvis the fablemans tar and top gun maverick uh Elvis and drama and not a musical comedy and I don't know interesting but uh we've got we've got five there uh which one's your pick for the uh, uh, drama category uh, so the one I want to win is the Fablemans because I think that that it I love that movie so much uh okay. for all the reasons why you would love a film however mm, this is gonna be hard I have a feeling that Top Gun Maverick's gonna take it away Okay, Top Gun Maverick is uh, is Michaela's pick there in the drama category, and then for musical comedy, we've got uh, Babylon, The Banshees of Inisherin, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and Triangle of Sadness. Uh, what about that musical or comedy? Do you have any any quick picks there oh, for that one, Michaela? Everything Everywhere All at Once should totally win this one. Uh, now, to that being said, I, we haven't seen or I haven't seen Babylon. Um, and I'm really excited about that one, but everything everywhere all at once is yes, that one. That's my pick. That's the one. Okay. So my picks are going to be, uh, the Fablemans and everything everywhere all at once. So we'll see, uh, who is right there on, on that. Those are kind of the front runners, I think, um, in terms of the Oscar selection. So, so we'll see, we'll see how these, uh, golden globes shake out. And then we just have a couple of weeks to wait before the Oscar noms come out. So Michaela, you know, with that in mind, uh, you just mentioned, we haven't seen Babylon. Maybe we, uh, we should finish these, uh, Judy Garland's and make our way into the movie theater and, and check it out. What do you think? Yes. I think that's a great idea. I've got extra great. I've got, I've got extra pomegranate seeds that we can throw at everybody in front of us. Wow. That is a terrible idea. Don't do that. Don't uh, do that. <laughs> you did not hear that from us. So thank you nope. so much for joining us this week in the lobby bar and look forward to the main show this week. We are going back to 1999 to talk about the most twisty of movie twists of all time in the sixth sense. So thanks for joining us and we'll catch you later.